welcome back to another episode of the podcast of the Spirit Channel. I am once again your host, Deborah, and always the Zenith. So today's episode um, is a bit of a break from what I have been doing. Um, I think I, well, I don't think I know that I created a, uh, perhaps a first season would be the, the correct terminology. Um, on a foundation course in spiritualism or um, just a, a basis of uh, spiritualism, spiritual awakenings. I want to kind of move on from that and talk about uh, subjects that uh, play a large part in spirituality um, in our daily lives in what it is that we ultimately are doing here um, on this planet yeah and I guess just about um, leading a more conscious based life I think most people uh, what I mean by that there is that uh, a lot of people lead unconscious lives they don't honestly think too much about the big questions, about the, the big picture. Um, they don't think too much on their actions. They simply go about their daily activities, daily day, and don't particularly think about the impact that uh, their lives have, uh, the meaning that their lives have, the impact on the, the wheel set in motion that uh, their actions and thoughts may have. Um, seem to take things a lot for granted uh, don't really dwell too much um, things so this episode is, is, is based around a post that I done on my blog um, spiritchannel.blog and this one was a post on the topic of faith um, it was a short enough topic but it just left me feeling unsatisfied uh, with it but at the time I didn't feel that I had more to add to it or certainly didn't want to to have more to add to it um, today was a different day um, today I felt that I had uh, perhaps a lot more to talk about that was earlier on in the day and um, now it's it's quite late on so I do hope I have those thoughts and concurrent um, sentences and structures to to continue this. But basically, the post was, um, if you haven't read it, it was around the topic of faith and the faith that, uh, or sorry, the role that faith plays in people's lives. When we think about faith, we think about religion. We think about religious people. People who attend their religious organisations, who uh, live by their religious dogma. Um, People who are of faith or are of the faith. Um, And I was reminiscing on this one day and I I was thinking that uh, in regards to spirituality, um, if you are a person who has uh, a spiritual ability or has awakened um, 
they're I, I don't particularly like using the word abilities um, brought into this life their their gifts and their higher states of consciousness that allow them to communicate with um, non-physical um, corporal non-corporal um, this sounds a bit too um, <laughs> uh, windy um, and highfalutin and overblown but basically what I'm trying to say in a roundabout way is people who have brought with them gifts and abilities from what we would call the spirit world those higher dimensions where these abilities and higher ones or more developed states of consciousness are a natural state of being into this physical shell I think I'm trying to say and this can also um, this can be spirit talking could be mediumship um, mediumship is uh, is not just spirit communication and bringing messages uh, from the other side of the veil from uh, people who have crossed over but mediumship can also be a healing healing mediumship um, mediumship can also be the trance channeling state so those of us uh, that have one of these abilities and I was thinking that uh, because we have those abilities because we have that connection to the spirit world we do not need to rely on faith um, and those people are to be perhaps pitied or um, kind of viewed as as perhaps unenlightened and as I said in the post, I, I was feeling a bit, um, a little bit superior. I'm not afraid to admit it. And it was then that uh, I had, uh, I had um, a conversation, or um, I was perhaps slightly rebuked by uh, my team around me in spirit, my higher self, my. Uh, my, my spirit uh, guides and uh, they quickly let me know the, the importance and the value of faith and it's something that I've taken with me and um, looked at faith in a whole different perspective and um, I want to just elaborate on that a bit and explain a bit more about that but basically they were telling me that uh, and giving me examples of, of all the times in which not only I but everybody uses faith uh, in a way that uh, we don't normally consider we take we don't we take for granted. As I said, people in religious organisations they have faith that uh, there is a God that they is a maker a creator that they will go to see when they die that there is some sort of afterlife nirvana utopia, higher state of existence that uh, what has been called people's souls um, their, their spirit goes to after the physical death. Now there is literally no proof of this. Um, there's no proof of what we would consider proof. No eyewitness accounts. No uh, photographic evidence. No um physical uh, manifestation or something that um, we can touch and hold or perceive perhaps with the five senses. 
So basically what we would consider proof um, in a court of law. So these people have to take it on faith that there is um, an existence for them after, after they pass on. And um, yes, there have been perhaps prophets in the past. There have been uh, people who have had visions um, there have been uh, people perhaps with, with uh, so-called special abilities. Um, I'm trying to think perhaps in the Christian religion, uh, people who have um, displayed the mark of the stigmata, blood. You know, these are apparently the, the wounds that, uh, that Jesus the Christ manifested, or not manifested, but suffered. And these people manifest these these supposed same wounds there uh, wounds in the hands and feet where the nails were driven through and um, bleeding from from people's eyes and of course there's some uh, so-called miracles you know weeping statues uh, miraculous water um, I'm not too versed in in uh, Judaism or Islamism, Islamism, Islamic uh, miracles or or manifestations of um, their uh, religious iconography, but I, I I suppose it does happen if you are perhaps a Jew or know um, know a lot about the the Jewish faith and the um, Islamic faith then perhaps you'll know better than I but yeah it's neither here nor there so to to get back to this yes and um, they were telling me that um, all the examples of what we would not consider faith and the what how these are used in everyday life how these are incorporated and it was basically you know you have faith that uh, you're going to wake up in the morning that uh, you're not going to die in your sleep uh, this is faith. You just don't think about it that way. Your faith that uh, your alarm clock will go off in case you need to wake in at a certain time. Um, you're not going to sleep in for work or for bringing children to school or for an appointment or to get up to the gym or whatever. Um, your faith that uh, you're perhaps going to eat a morning meal and um, you're not going to get uh, a, a f maybe a, an illness from it, food poisoning. Um, and you, that you may have to be hospitalised with. Uh, your faith that uh, your car is going to start and it's not going to be broken down. And your faith that uh, wherever it is you're travelling in your car, that you're not going to be involved in a, a fatal traffic accident. And your faith that uh, if, if you do some sort of work, that uh, not only will you pay paid right for it, but you'll be paid on time. Perhaps you have faith that uh, your house isn't going to be broken into or, or go up on fire in the middle of the night. And these are all examples of faith that we just take for granted. We have faith in our, our, our daily lives. We have faith in the gadgets that we have and the um, utensils and tools that we have and faith that uh, the, the the day before is going to be the same as the next and the, the present day, I guess. That, um, for all those examples that I just mentioned, we, we just don't take it. We take it for granted. 
that all these things are, are going to transpire or not transpire. Taken further, they were able to tell me that you have faith in your, your own ability to perform spirit communication and uh, thinking about this, yes, this is a big one. And you always are nervous whether or not you're going to get a link from spirit that uh, you're going to be able to perform healing uh, and whatnot. You have faith that uh, the thoughts that you're now having are not your own, that they are indeed coming from your team in spirit. And this is a tricky one, I've mentioned this before. Um, very hard at first to differentiate between what's your own thought pattern and what is thought pattern coming from um, those higher dimensions. And you've faith indeed that there is purpose to your life, that uh, your life just isn't a series of random coincidences, that you know there is no discernible pattern, that uh, you truly believe that uh, you're here for a reason. And a big one for me was uh, them saying, you believe, you have faith that the messages you have received from your, your spiritual guidance pertaining to future events, let's just say, are real and correct. And this was a, a big, big one for me. Um, so it was, don't um, belittle someone who chooses to live a life by faith, religious or otherwise. Don't perhaps, uh, you know, ridicule them or knock them or frown upon them. Um, as you have faith every day for all those reasons. Um, many people are, everyone is, is seeking in their own way, um, large or small, consciously or subconsciously. Um, and this is just how they choose to... Uh, seek and, and, and um, live or perhaps um, uh, what's the word um, not this is their way of um, connecting with uh, their, their the reality of um, our creation and this is the way that they choose to have a personal relationship with um, their creator and perhaps you're just a bit more far along in your path, your spiritual growth than these people are. And again, it was, you know, you may be a bit further along than these people, but, um, and, and, you know, you were considered, or perhaps uh, kind of having a bit of a superiority complex around it, but there are perhaps others, and there are certainly other um, entities and higher dimensions that that spiritual growth would outstrip and far outweigh yours um, and whose knowledge would completely dwarf yours um, do you think that they should or how would you feel um, if they were perhaps belittling or um, looking down upon you you would not like that so it did provide a lot of clarity and a lot of thought for me and when I thought about all these messages, I thought it's it's a hundred percent right. And I guess one of the key concepts of faith is that when someone goes through uh, an extremely troubling event, a a life changing event, a, a a series of trials, or um, perhaps um, a 
what we call catalyst, uh, something that promotes change, um, which can be a, a, a pretty scary thing. And I've had at least one or two of those. I've had a very rocky path. And to be honest, one of the things that I'm currently experiencing and have been is, is so... Um, so life-changing let's just say so utterly life-changing for me um, and it has left me feeling um, what we would use here in the UK as being snookered um, as being perhaps boxed in uh, as being having every uh, almost almost like checkmate as not having a way to turn, uh, seeing no way out of, of the situation. Um, it left me feeling that uh, I have no avenue to turn to. And when you feel like that there, when, when you're going through something like this here, um, when you feel that everything about you has been stripped away and it can feel that you're standing on a precipice you are on a tightrope, which is extremely thin. And there is nowhere to turn, no way to move. And you're simply staring down into an abyss, which seems bottomless. Uh, when something like this transpires in your life, um, and it feels completely life-threatening, it feels that you're completely isolated, that uh, you're tiny, you're insignificant, um, that there does not seem to be any avenue or wiggle, wiggle room out of this, then all you've got in your life is your faith, that your faith. Uh, many people then perhaps turn to prayer, turn, turn to religion. And for me, I experienced many, many dark nights of uh, the soul or the ego. I had to take many, many long walks and um, be, be alone with myself um, and, and think about this. And it was then that I had received the, the help and the, the clarity that I needed. And the other part of faith, which is will, the will to carry on. The will to rise every day uh, with an uncertain future, with a heavy heart, with a fear in my heart, with a with a weariness for the world, um, and you know there was times that I had uh, many dark, dark thoughts. There was times when thoughts entered my mind. Um, we could say they were perhaps the mind, the ego. We could perhaps say that they were um, perhaps negative thought forms from from negative uh, entities. Uh, but certainly they were, uh, it seemed to me that perhaps um, suicide might have been a, a better better avenue than to suffer the a fate that... Um, that I, I perhaps envisioned um, could potentially happen, happen with us. That um, I should perhaps run away, leave everything. What was the point in going on? So to have that faith um, 
in which yeah, my lowest points that I received, my uh, my guidance that I really made my connection with uh, my team in, in higher realms. And then to have the faith, or sorry, to have the will, the willpower to rise each day and greet each day and, and go out into the world and uh, to mask those feelings, to mask um, how I was truly feeling inside was a great um, chastening experience for me. Um, and when, as I said, when I when I was thinking about the role faith played in my life, they, the, my team in, 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 in spirit or in the higher realms, weren't too long pointing out to me, as I already mentioned there, the role that faith plays in my life. And it's, as I said, it, it's, it's, it's extremely hard. And even being a very spiritual person uh, that I would consider myself being, when, when something comes along like that, it, it completely um, bones you for six, I think is perhaps the word. And you can quite quickly lose your, your faith once again in, in, in the messages that you receive, in, in the development and the opening uh, and awakening of uh, your consciousness to higher forms of reality. It can suck you completely into this physical world and uh, completely shut down your ability to perceive and to connect um, with these higher realms and to connect with your with your spirit or sorry not your spirit but your your team in spirit so it was with a great deal of will a great deal of faith that uh, I I rose to meet this challenge and without this great catalyst without this ability and this learning of faith, the role that faith plays in, in our lives, without the, the ability, without the, the great learning of um, how will plays a role in our lives when we go through challenges like this here. I, I would not have created um, this blog. Uh, I would not have created this uh, podcast that I'm now um, talking um, to you through. I would not have created uh, my little Pinterest site in which I um, create pins of all the, the great messages that I, that I have received over the years from my higher self and from my team in the spiritual realms. So these events, these situations, when one can learn to have faith and then to have the will to continue that faith and to carry on shining as one's light uh, in the world um, is, a, is a humbling and chastising experience. But it is also the making of, of, of some people. Now, a lot of people don't make it for whatever reason. Um, and everyone's struggles are different. A lot of people perhaps don't have that will, don't have that faith in their lives and unfortunately they um, feel that the only way out, that uh, the only way through this is to 
commit suicide to to end their physical existence and this is a very sticky and, and uh, torturous and uh, difficult subject um, to talk about and can be quite controversial but I guess there is I don't mean to, to, to think but when I say this sentence that there is nothing wrong with suicide I mean that it shouldn't be looked upon as, as shameful it should not be um, perhaps looked upon as a an easy way out for for those people who talk about them or who have the memory of the person who done that or perhaps for the family of someone who has taken that avenue um, for all the reasons I mentioned this is a very very difficult world to live in it can be very beautiful at times but it can also be very very difficult and the more one grasps for spiritual growth in this world the harder their experiences uh, generally are um, but these experiences come to you because they're to detach you from the physical world to, to make you have faith to make you have will to make you start seeking for explanations for meaning in your life to awaken you to the the, the reality of the, the higher existences um, but unfortunately uh, a lot of people perhaps don't have that uh, insight that clarity that they feel that the, the negativity in this world is, is too much um, and it is and, and I guess we don't consider this to be a hard world because it's the only world that we've ever known um, most of us don't have that uh, memory or that insight or that clarity of uh, an easier time or higher vibrations and um, as I said it's it's it, it's nothing to be um, shunned nothing to be um, frowned upon it's nothing to be uh, mock um, suicide I'm, I'm talking about but it's uh, it's a, it's a difficult one as I said because you've also got to consider um, the concept and the idea which has been uh, vastly talked about in, in ancient cultures and certainly in uh, the non-Abrahamic religions um, the idea of reincarnation and that um, you choose your own life path uh, when you come into this world or before you decide to incarnate into this world so was suicide something that uh, an entity decided or a soul decided to, to, to choose or to experience when they came into this life? Who knows? Um, I would say that uh, in Michael Newton's uh, great line of work um, in which they, he uh, hypnotizes or hypno uses hypnotherapy to um, regress people to their uh, to their lives between lives which is also the name of his book life between lives i'll try to post that i know i've already talked about this before um in the in the uh the comments field but uh it, this is a a great thing to do if perhaps you are someone who is on the purse of peace and, and does feel that uh, perhaps they're drowning 
or does feel that it would be easier to to make that leap over instead of um, trying to balance on the tightrope. Basically what um, he discovered was that uh, he could regress someone to um, have memories of their 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 lives in the 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 non-physical dimensions in the spirit world and to help them understand what it was they chose to come here to experience um so perhaps if, if that's something that uh resonates with you if you feel that you that may you may learn something out of it look up uh, past life uh, regressioners look up uh, hypnotherapists who specialize in this try to find one in your area try to find potentially maybe one that can do uh, something like this over zoom um also uh, ra from ra or from the ra group we we have the concept in life that uh, there are no mistakes that everything happens to people in their life for a reason there are surprises along the way but ultimately there are no mistakes everyone gets the opportunities that they need um, or they desire um, and that everything in life happens to, to people for a reason. Um, it's trying to find a way to, to navigate uh, navigate through the, when you're when you're undergoing something like this here and uh, when you're trying to hold on to that faith, when you're trying to find the will to to rise each day and, and, and meet uh, the world and what it has to offer you each day while you're going through a, an extremely emotional traumatic event um, trying to navigate um, and find a, a path through through the rocky stormy waters of, of the dark cold waters of the mind um, I would In, in this life of ours um, it's not until you go through something or some sort of traumatic event or some sort of situation in which you feel that uh, you have no opportunity to move uh, that you have become checkmate um, that you are without a path across in which you are entering into uncharted waters in which you feel despair and they're all hope is lost that you have nothing left in your life but faith but hope and faith and if you do find faith then you have the will to see that faith through but let let yourself know and let yourself understand that you are never alone in this. That there is always hope. That there is always light at the end of the tunnel. That if not someone or somebody or some organisation that you can turn to, then simply turn to those who are unseen. That those who cannot be proven cannot be verified in a manner in which we are accustomed to 
and that you simply have to put your trust and faith in this even if you feel that you're being silly even if you feel that uh, you're being stupid to ask for help not even knowing whether or not you'll be answered even if help does not seem apparent I would say that uh, help will come but when you consider what has to be moved what has to be shifted in this physical universe in order for actions to be taken for pieces to be put into place then these things take time but to us uh, in this uh, current uh, times in these current societies where we receive instant answers where we receive instant gratification we're not accustomed to to patience and especially where one is is undergoing or is going through an extremely traumatic event of course it's only natural to to want to express to desire answers comfort reassurance straight away but unfortunately this is not how it works and while you are down and out this is where your most learning and your most growth can be experienced because you tend to shut out everything and do a lot of introspective work a lot of shadow work but have faith have will things will be resolved and everything in your life is for your highest good and know that the experiences that you're having are for your ultimate highest good and that you will experience great change in your life and you will come out of this other side and i want to leave you with uh, one or two quotes from various members of uh, this confederation i've talked about these beings have been channeled and have imparted both great wisdom to to humanity but also great um, uh, great um, great not terminology but um, great hope and great um, great quotes and great works of um, inspiration to let you know exactly how much you are valued how much you are loved and how much you're special and how much you're unique and so uh, I guess the first one um, is that uh, and remember that these beings have been where we are that uh, they have been in physical lives and they have suffered and had uh, great upheavals and great catalysts come into their life uh, or lifetimes and have learned from it and understand exactly what it is that we're going through and so the first comes from Ra and Ra says the seeker which is purely chosen the service to others pass shall certainly not have a variant apparent incarnational experience there is no outward shelter in your illusion from the gusts flurries and blizzards of quick and cruel catalyst however 
To the pure, all that is encountered speaks of the love and the light of the one infinite creator. And the second one comes from uh, Quo. And Quo says, uh, there is a tremendous amount of power within the simple knowing that you're not alone, neither in your suffering, nor in your confusion, but rather each of you is the center of concern, care, love and protection of several of those beings who dwell within your inner planes. Each entity who moves through the gates of incarnation into third density existence has three of these presences. They may be characterized in different ways. This instrument was trained to characterize them as male, female, and united or androgynous. However, in addition to these entities, which this instrument has a tendency to call angelic, there may be added to your panel of support any number of those who are attracted by your energy, your hopes, your ideals, and faith, or the lovely light and color of your appreciation of beauty and your devotion for service. These entities cannot help directly with the choosing of the first level of catalyst. These entities cannot make decisions for you concerning the setting of limits, the choosing of options, the selection of the various details of surface catalyst. However, if remembered and included, these presences are able to energize those forces around you to vibrate with information that will aid you as you seek to make the choices that the catalyst has brought out. These underlying shapes are shapes made by those who move in the ways of learning to love and to be loved. When you are asking for the help of angels and guides, it is well to begin with thanksgiving, with praise and with confidence in yourself, in those who are helping you and in the perfection of that which is quite apparently imperfect. And with that, I hope that this podcast provides some inspiration for those of you who are experiencing great catalyst, who are experiencing great suffering, for those who are confused and are at extremely low, for those of you who feel that they have no option left in the world, that they have perhaps no option left but to, to exit those world, to leave it prematurely um, and perhaps leave behind a, a great deal of misery. Know that you are loved. Know that you are not alone. Know that there are plenty around you, invisible, and that it is simply by the understanding and the choosing to live a life based around faith and will that you will and can be guided and that ultimately you will be branded and reforged in the fire a better, stronger, more spiritual person than before. And with that, I want to leave you now with love, 
with light in the curve of the great creator and when things can seem to get too much when even this here does not seem to help simply imagine the creator with his outstretched arms ready to take your burdens ready to take your curse of this cruel chaotic world and as quote says you have incarnated into a maelstrom at this time where things are at their utmost utmost confusing take those currents curse take those concerns take that confusion and place him in the outstretched arms of the creator who understands all who knows all who can deal with all and simply entrust in that the creator will resolve things for you that you are simply here to be like a child with a problem that you leave with your parents and run off then to play with the other children in the playground this has been the zenith this has been another episode of the podcast thank you dear listener and i hope that you'll join me once again for another episode bye Bye.